Hey everyone, welcome to Who's the Man? This is a podcast on biblical manhood in a post-Christian world. We're excited to be here. Happy fall, October. Wow. Um, I can't believe October. It's, it's that time of the my year. My birthday or... month. Oh, yeah. October is my favorite month of the year, not just because it's my birthday. I, I couldn't care less about that. But the fall weather, leaves changing colors. Are you guys pumpkin, like pumpkin no. beer, pumpkin coffee? Uh, no. Pumpkin, Oktoberfest whatever. beer. Pumpkin beers are generally disgusting. I can't stand them. Yeah, our coworker Jesse made some pumpkin gobs a, a little while back. <laughs> Those Every were time good. I went by there, you were eating pumpkin, one. I think. Pumpkin food is different. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, I could eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, yeah the flavor. The, I like the scent. Oh yeah, uh, right. yeah. you know. Yes. <laughs> Maybe my wife's just rubbing off on me a bit. Yeah, give me in the fall. Give me apple. Give me apple cider. Mm, yeah, things like that. You go apple picking. Yeah, I'm from New York, man. We yeah. go hard up. We go hard for apple picking. A bushel of apples. A bushel. Oh, of, a peanut. peck of apples. Yeah. What do they call it? No, that's. I love you. A, a bushel and a peck. Yeah. Is a peck a measurement? Yeah. Yes. It's some sort of right. measurement of fall food. <laughs> I'm not sure, but anyway, we're we're, uh, we're excited about fall. Yes, we are. <laughs> At least it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about something that is probably near and dear to the hearts of many men, and it's entertainment, mm. you know? Would Jesus watch Game of Thrones? You know, those are the big questions. No. Uh, <laughs> well, don't, Thanks for uh, being here this week. We'll see you guys next time. Let's, uh, you know, yeah, let's wrap it up with that. But, uh, you know, as you guys know from listening to us, we all work at Charter Oak Church, and October 9th, we're starting a new sermon series called Asking for a Friend. And so throughout the month of August, we asked people at the church to submit questions that they would want answered. And one of the questions that came in was actually that question that I just asked, would Jesus watch Game of Thrones? And while we might not have time to get to that in the sermon series, we thought, what a great uh, topic for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And also another listener of ours, Alex Petrie, he also recommended this topic a while back. So... We were looking at this and thought, well, why not now? October is a great month because, you know, it's not just entertainment. It's not just movies and TV shows, but it's a bunch of other things. And that's what we're going to get into here. Yeah. Did you guys see the new did it release yesterday? Andor? Ah. Episode, I've seen episode one. Yeah. I haven't I, seen it yet. We got, yeah, I got to catch up with that one. I got to be I got to be on top of that. So I, at least they released the first three episodes. Um, so I've seen I've seen the first one at the time of recording here at the time uh, yeah, at the right. time of recording I've seen the first <laughs> yes. the first one oh yeah Mitchell you said we're you know going to be talking about entertainment today and oftentimes we think of it as movies TV shows things like that but there's there's more than just that um, so Chris there we have a couple kind of written down what are some some of the other things that we're going to be talking about today yeah I think we social media hobbies sports music uh, that. You know, the whole genre of it mm-hmm. and you know even just thinking about the the title of entertainment what does entertainment mean what falls under that um and just things that you know not just like entertainment but i mean inter- entertaining us right but it's yeah. something that's for amusement or enjoyment uh and i think on the surface that sounds pretty good right i mean mm-hmm. like hey I like to be entertained. I like to have fun and do things. Uh, even sound good, right? I mean, we do it with our friends or with our spouses or with family members. Um, and like, but that's like, that's where we seem to leave things, though, when it comes to entertainment mm. on the surface. Mm. Uh, and like, if you think about that with our faith, like, what an indictment on our faith! Like, yeah. if we leave something that is pretty significant, especially for men, uh, just at the surface, 
and we don't actually really talk about it, which I think we're going to do today to set a little bit of depth yeah. um, in a 30 minute time frame or 20 minute time frame mm-hmm. uh, that like, maybe we need to have some conversations as men about the way we view entertainment, how, what it does to us, what role we play in it. And is it, is it life giving or moving us further away from God? Right. That's what we want to dig into today. Right. And I, I think that, you know, I know that we always prepare with a page of notes and, and whatnot, but it might be good to jump into that purpose of entertainment before we even talk about how specifically God can impact our, our habits and, and whatnot. But I think when we look at the purpose of, of entertainment, it's, you know, we have to ask ourselves, are we looking to, to find something that we're never going to get out of entertainment? You know, because on the surface, like you said, Chris, the definite, we- um, you know, was it Webster's or, or whatever dictionary we use for this <laughs> definition, something diverting or engaging. And yes, that's what we want. We want a, a pause from, from the rest of our life and escape into these areas of entertainment. But are we really looking for something else that's not really going to be filled by that desire of, of entertainment? Yeah, and a lot of men do this. Oh, everyone does it to some degree. And I think there's a lot of social and cultural pressures right now for um, living and existing. And so more than ever, I think people are looking to escape. The The fantasy genre is exploding right now. Like the amount of whatever it is, young adult novels or shows, movies, worlds that are being built as a way for people to escape. So I think it's... Like just it, names it like... You got the new House of the Dragon series, which was the Game of Thrones uh, prequel. You have Andor, which is a Star Wars series. You have Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, uh, yeah. Amazon's new series. That's just three right there, not to mention the ones on Marvel that uh, they have on Disney Plus now. Those are all different worlds and worlds that have been built up that, you know, especially like you said, that we love to escape into. What's what's the game? Word game? Uh, Risk. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. And they, risk. And, and they, I, <laughs> I have Lord of the Rings risk at home, and so when you say oh, risk, uh, my mind goes to the Lord of the Rings yeah. edition, and I was like, <laughs> I was like not risk. Yeah. Dungeons. And Dragons. I should know. I play Dungeons, or I used to play Dungeons. Which is and yeah, has been made a surge in popularity. Right. Uh, they even have the whole Stranger Things TV show, four mm-hmm. seasons of that, based on the game Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Absolutely. Right. Yeah, and I think I think ultimately what a lot of guys are trying to do is. And a lot of everybody, a lot of what we're trying to do is we're trying to find kind of a momentary salve for um, a much deeper wound. And that it sounds maybe weird to talk about things in such a what sounds like a dramatic framework. But um, I think, as we always say on the on the show, we want to we want to have our conversations that are framed around the Bible. And so um, we have some scripture that we that we have to reference here throughout this episode. And I love this verse from Titus chapter two, which just said, uh, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Hmm. And so to frame your life around that, guys, is it's vital. And it's going to require work that's going to be not as fun um, in a world that's like, oh, just do whatever makes you happy and do whatever is going to give you kind of momentary relief. There's a much deeper wound and there's much deeper needs that need to be addressed that you're, like you said, Mitch, like we're not going to, you're not going to get that from a show. As good as the show might be, you can even take something like the Chronicles of Narnia, which is fictional and very much influenced by scriptural um, frameworks and, and, and worldviews. But even that, it's like we have to be careful that we're not finding our fulfillment hmm. in something that can't save us. I mean, even just the first word of training, hmm. right? I mean, that's an intentionality uh, 
to, to be doing something? What are we, you know, to re- renouncing ungodliness and worldly passions to live a self-controlled, upright, godly life? Like, it doesn't happen by accident. Just like becoming, a, being able to run a 5K to a marathon, to an ultra, or to play sports, or whatever. You, there's some training if you're going to be half-decent in it. You have to stop doing certain things to be able to do other things. And there's, you know, we like our comfort. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we think that comfort is actually, you're saying, healing something that maybe it's not actually, it's, it's giving us something momentary, but certainly not something lasting. Yeah. And the hard part with this conversation is I, I can feel some guys almost kind of a heavy sigh at the, like, do we really need to, like, do you really need to also mess with my entertainment? Do mm-hmm. you really need to also mess with my one place of rest? It's annoying sometimes to feel like as a Christian, you have to live a, a life that it just feels like there are things where it's like, okay, well, you can do this and you can't do this. And and so our goal with this episode specifically is, is not to say, well, you can't, I know I joked in the beginning, like, would Jesus watch Game of Thrones? And I, you know, no. But like our, our goal here is not to tell you, watch this, don't watch this, watch this movie, don't watch this movie. Right. Hopefully the conversation frames your your mind in a way that as you approach entertainment, whether that's video games, TV show, books that you read, music that you listen to, whatever it is, hopefully that you can start to, to, to think about it through the lens of living a life that is upright and self-controlled and godly. And if I, I know, you know, for me, if I'm consuming things that are, you know, tons of sex, tons of vulgarity, tons of flip, flippancy about whatever. Um, Mitch, when we were getting ready for this episode, you talked about that show, um, Little Demon, that, yeah, they, they that is, is a new, so. whatever it is, Hulu or something like that, where it's like the main character is the daughter of Satan or whatever. I don't know much about the show, but like the flippancy with which the world treats things. Mm-hmm. And and again, it can feel like, come on, do we really have to make this big of a deal out of it? Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's a healthy perspective where you're coming from. And in the last you know five or 10 minutes, it can be easy for someone to hear what we're saying and be like, oh, so are they saying we shouldn't watch any movies or any TV show? Uh, no, if you follow our new Twitter account at Who's the Man Pod, just last week I gave you some of our favorite movies and TV shows that we watched this summer. Oh like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go check that out right now. <laughs> Chris likes the Gray Man, by the way. But, uh, you know, not to derail us, but you know, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that entertainment is not all bad. But I think the the purpose and the goal behind what we're doing, we have to realize that whatever it is that we're consuming, whatever it is that we're taking in, should be putting us in a better place emotionally and mentally and spiritually. Like, if you want to play video games to decompress, go for it. But maybe don't play eight hours a day. Or don't ignore your wife uh, in the process of playing those games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you got to know yourself. And to be honest with yourself. Because I, like, so I know that I have a very, I have an addictive nature, Mm -hmm. right? Whether it was alcohol or drugs or sex or video games or whatever. And so, you know, there was a, you know, whenever I'm, I've been really stressed. I'll be like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to play Red Dead, uh, yeah. <laughs> a video game, right? Which has really doesn't have an end. <laughs> it's like, and, you know, I'm like, I'm just, I just need to decompress or I just need to kind of get my mind off of whatever I'm stressing out about. And like you said, Mitch, you know, I look up and I'm like, wait, it's two o'clock in the morning. I didn't even remember Kelly saying goodnight. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, like. And so I know that about myself. So for me, I have to be very, very careful whenever I play video games because it's just like, yeah, I can fall into that, and it's it's no longer entertainment. Yeah, it's 
like something else entirely because right. it's, it's not life-giving. It's just I'm disengaging. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's okay for a little bit, but not. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I just didn't know myself not to, not to overdrink, not to yeah. get pulled into movies that have a lot of violence or sex or in it or, you know, profanity or whatever. And can just, I have to know myself. And I think that would be my thing to, to everybody. Like, don't take this as kind of like this hard and fast rule. Like you can't watch or do and have entertainment or whatever like that. It's start with, with you and who you are and how you're wired up and what your sin nature is. Mm-hmm. Then make decisions out of that that are good and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. What is your What is your entertainment doing to you? Mm. Like we, we, we talked about that when we were getting ready and just kind of the idea of whatever it is, fantasy, sci-fi, adventure, fiction, um, or again, music, social media, things that we consume on the daily basis. Um, where is it leading you? What is it? How does it make you feel? Chris, you asked a good question, which is just like, how defensive would you become if someone was like, hey, I'm going to question you here. I'm going to challenge you. If someone, if you watch whatever show you watch and someone were to challenge you on it, are you getting super defensive and why? Um, and so it's like you said, it's not, it's not so much about, um, you know, this show is Josiah, Chris and Mitchell approved or not. <laughs> There is a certain level of we can knowing. put out that list later on. By the <laughs> yeah, way, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. There's a cer- there is a certain level of of knowing yourself, um, and but also realizing we want we want to equip people to be able to look at what the Bible has to say and realize that there probably are some things there probably are some things that we could universally say, hey, this is probably not worth your time. There's really nothing redemptive about this. Maybe you're going to be okay watching it or listening to it or consuming it, but. Do you really need to? And I think that's some of the question that we're trying to answer today is like, what do we need? And in the, in the fulfilling the purpose of entertainment, part of it is just it's rest, it's reset, it's play. And I think, I know for me, it has to, it has to all balance out. And I think we live in a culture that doesn't balance things very well. It's like either I'm working 80 hours a week and then just completely vegging Mm -hmm. Or it, like, there's no. That's not a ba- That's not balance. That's right. chaos, and that's like, th- there's no end to that cycle. So to be able to, you know, I think for us to be able to find and strike a good work-life balance and be able to play and rest and reset um, in tandem with working hard and mm-hmm. loving our spouses and loving and investing in the relationships around us, I think all of those things come into play when we're talking about entertainment because it is a good thing if used in the right way. I think, I mean, kind of what you were saying a minute ago was that, you know, people really want to be told what to do or what not to do. And sometimes the Bible gives us do's and do nots, and it's really black and white. But other times we have this burden of searching the scriptures for principles and applying those to our lives. And in in preparation for this podcast, I came across Psalms 101, uh, verses 2 and 3, and that says, I will ponder the way that is blameless. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of all those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. (laughs) Imagine if you put that verse as the filter (laughs) for all your entertainment. When I say that those words out loud, I'm like, 
that's a challenge to me because I know for a fact that I have put worthless things before my eyes over and over again. I mean, have you watched the Pittsburgh Steelers so far this season? <laughs> like, come on, we need a new quarterback. Start the rookie. But anyway, I think that when you put, when you use the Bible and you have the Holy Spirit to help discern, again, know yourself and look at the Bible and what it has to say, that's the answer. I mean, that's the, I mean, I'm probably trying to simply, you know, simplify it as best as I can, but really, you know, we have to look at these verses in the Bible for, for how we're living our life. Yeah. And I think, what do we really believe about Jesus? Hmm. Right? Is that who we can, that where we'll find our real rest? Is that where we'll really find our peace? Um, is that where we'll find our true relationship and connection? Because I think, you know, there's the, like, hey, there's the, the Sunday school answer, the pastor, you know, the church staff answer, you know, but I mean, it does like, do we really believe that peace is found in Jesus? Like, do I really believe that true rest finds, you know, is found in Jesus? Like you, you gave us a great quote from Carrie Newhoff, uh, Mitch, that yeah. I, I can't remember, what was it? Yeah. Time off won't heal you when the problem is how you spend your time on. Right. Yeah. And so back to what you're saying about 80 hours a week and, and no, no yeah. play and no fun. I mean, it just... It's all connected, and what do we, where do we really believe it'll come from? Uh, our real rest, our real peace, our real connection um, in entertainment or in our relationship with Jesus. And you know, I don't want just the Sunday school answer to that. Right. Like, I want the real. Like, do you I mean gut level? Do you really truly find rest in Jesus? And if not, like it maybe is because you don't know how. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I've really been exploring Sabbath keeping. You know, Pastor Ben, our Jeanette campus pastor, has really been helping me to learn about that. Hmm. And like, I didn't really know what the kind of rest is that Jesus wanted to give me. Like, I thought it was through entertainment and working really hard and uh, just completely disengaging. Yeah. Um, and I'm finding a whole different level of rest and peace because I'm learning something new um, about Sabbath keeping and. I'm like, man, I wish I would have learned this when I was you guys' age. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I think we, I think we view, I think we view entertainment and rest, or at least I'll, I'll speak for myself. I think sometimes the way that I look at it is rest is a luxury mm. that I earn by mm. working more and harder. Mm. So if I work, this week was a, an oddly busy week. I had a, a couple of days where I was pretty much going for 12 hours a couple of days in a row. Um, not doing the same exact thing, but you know, working and, and doing stuff. I t- told you Monday I played four hours of tennis for very, you know, for whatever reason. But so when I reach the end of the week and I get a day off, sometimes how my mind processes that is like, okay, like I finally earned mm-hmm. a day just to veg mm-hmm. and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And the, it's really hard for us not to get trapped in that mindset of I deserve this. Mm-hmm. And I think when we, strive to like you said finding peace in jesus finding sustenance in him is going to be key it may be the most important thing that we can do but it also helps us to to get into a right relationship with entertainment rest and play because when i'm in a healthy spot with jesus and with my other relationships throughout the week when i'm when i am more strict with myself and sometimes it feels weird to say i'm not doing any more work today because we live in such a work-driven culture um but when I'm in a healthy spot, I can go home at the end of the day. I don't look at another email. I don't check anything for, I won't. 
And when I'm in that place, it's actually really healthy for me right. because then I can then I can do something that I enjoy entertainment wise. I can you know whatever watch some YouTube videos. I can I can learn about this thing. I can um, I can hop on Instagram and, and watch reels for a little bit. Like I th- I fear that this conversation tends to polarize our minds where it's mm-hmm. it's like okay well I'm gonna I'm gonna totally cut Instagram out. Like I waste wait I, I spend three hours watching reels or watching TikToks every day, and it's like. The the um, the solution is not to jump to extremes. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, hop on Instagram and watch some reels. They're entertaining, and then move on and do something else. And like you said, if you're getting your peace with Jesus, if you're spending time with Him every day, it helps to I think bring us into right relationship with the other things in our lives. Yeah. Well, I think that that's a great transition into some of the practical things that we we're going to talk about uh, before we wrap up today. And that's the first thing that we should touch on is, is how we can change some of those entertainment habits. Because you were using the reels as an example, but I mean, you can use that for anything. Uh, and the first thing that I think of is, is, you know, get an accountability partner. For me, that's easy. You know, I can use my wife, you know, having, having that transparency with her is a great thing to, to say to her, Hey, if you see me on the phone, whenever I should be playing with the kids, like, mm-hmm you know, say something about it. Or, you know, you have, you know, most of us nowadays have iPhones or if you don't have, if you have some other kind of phone, you know, <laughs> sorry to hear that, but, you know, I'm sure it still does the same thing that you can set limits on your apps, uh, you know, and, and, you know, be your own accountability partner in that sense. But, or, you know, you probably still need one because you can ignore your limits that you set. But uh, just bring someone else in to, you know, say, hey, what have you been watching? You know, what have you been listening to? And, and just, Having someone in your corner that can check up on you and you do the same for someone else. And that's getting back to what I was saying earlier about know yourself, right? And so why it's another reason why we all should be in biblical community, hmm. right? You know yourself well enough, you can be like, hey, you know, guys, I struggle with, you know, being on the phone while I'm playing with my kids or, you know, having the phone, you know, on the kitchen table or eating dinner, mm-hmm. you know, so I can respond to every email or text message as soon as it comes in, right. you know. And to give those, you know, the guys in your in your in your small group the permission to be like, hey, how's that going? Yeah. And you know, you can lie. What good does that do you though? I mean, right. <laughs> it's like, just be honest. Like, I did well this week, or you know, I, I forgot, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. and they can be praying for you and asking you the following week. I mean, I think that that's that's part of the community and the one and others that that we're to be a part of as the body of Christ. Absolutely. And I think that it takes deciding ahead of time. Mm. I think that's a really important aspect of this because I think just personally, using again the phone example, where you know maybe it's not that I'm taking time away from my kids or something, but even after they go to bed, say it's nine o'clock at night, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do some productive things tonight. I'm going to read a chapter of this book I'm going through, or I'm going to do a devotional or something like that. And then it's ten o'clock, and I'm like, wait, I've been on the phone scrolling for an hour, and you know, what did that really do? Well, I didn't tell myself, you know, at nine o'clock that I was actually going to do those things. I didn't start doing those things. I just let my mind wander. And where does our mind tend to go when it wants to, to wander? In a place of rest, but not healthy rest. Mm-hmm. And again, I think we're kind of crisscrossing these paths <laughs> of our purposes and our habits, but I think they do intertwine because there's a difference between healthy and unhealthy escapism. And you have to just be careful uh, and decide ahead of time what you're going to do with your time that's given to you. What's that quote from Gandalf? All we have oh, to yeah. do is decide with a time that is. I'm butchering it. <laughs> it's something like that. People listening will know. Yeah, but um, we're a lot of the Rings fans. We can't. Know, we can't let yeah. that be butchered. Oh well. But even with deciding ahead of time, it's 
sometimes people think of, you know, what, what I'm not going to do mm-hmm. instead of what I'm going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What is the, because I, I need to stop doing this. I need to stop doing this, stop doing this. And we don't like go to the other side of like, so. Well, what does David say in the Psalms? Depart from evil and do good. That's the King James version. Yeah. But <laughs> like, what is it? Like, I'm, you know, what am I going to do with that time? Mm-hmm. How am I going to redeem the time? Um, yeah. And so there might be some things that you definitely, you know yourself well enough that you do absolutely, like, you got to put in some hard boundaries around yourself, hard, you know, guardrails. Uh, but if you're only focusing on the guardrail, you're going to hit it yeah. versus I'm going to start focusing on driving in between life, the lines. Yeah. Something that's life giving instead, you know. And a question that you asked that I appreciated was, does the person who knows me best agree? Right. Yeah. So you can, and <laughs> that goes along point. with your point, Mitchell, of having an accountability. Don't just pick it's anybody. Like, right. It's, you know, oh, this is, fu- this is going to be great. This is going to be a good boundary for me. And if you go and ask your wife or your best friend or whoever it is, um, and they're like, what? No, that's not going to work for you. Like, right. take that into account and right. realize that sometimes we are not always our own best, you know, judge and, and rule limit setter. But um. <laughs> yeah, I, that's funny because my, it was probably a year or so ago. Uh, my wife was just kind of frustrated with the amount of time she was spending on social media. And I come home the one day and she said, I deleted every social media app. I'm off my phone. <laughs> and I said, Really? Now, quitting cold turkey doesn't seem like the best thing for you. You know, if you're spending a little too much time, why don't we just cut the time in half? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think all that stuff is really great. Setting setting filters, having people in your corner who are going to be there for you, check in, have a set a time. Like that's the thing. Some of these things can be very vague and it's like, oh yeah, get an accountability partner. But set it, set a day, set a time, set a, set a Friday evening that you're going to say, hey, I'm going to check in with you at the end of the week. See how things went. Um, and just like you guys said, being being honest with yourself, um, finding healthy things to do that, that will replace things that, that you're finding unhealthy. If we could, I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I, I was thinking maybe we could just take a few minutes and talk about some of the, some of the things that we each like to do just for pure entertainment. I mean, like I said, I, I fear that sometimes this conversation comes across as, Okay, stop watching this show and instead do a Bible study. <laughs> and we're saying, yeah, some of some people might need that, and and that thing that is good to to put more um, more time with the Father into our our daily rhythms. And if you're not doing that, you should do that. Um, and so we we are saying that. Mm-hmm. But all three of us, we have different forms of entertainment that we love to do. You mentioned Red Dead earlier, so like I don't know, just go maybe go around the circle. What are some things that that you guys like doing um, that are just you know entertainment for entertainment's sake? I love football. <laughs> I mean. Especially NFL, you know, I'm I'm just. Some people love college sports better, or even you know, on the local high school level, it's like, oh, I'm gonna support my friends or kids or family. It's like for me, give me the professionals, the ones who. Mitch is like, yeah, no, not those guys. No, they. I gotta watch good quality football, which is you know frustrating now as a Steelers, a Steelers fan that we're not quite getting that. But anyway, uh, I think that just you know, again, and even within that, trying to put the healthy limits on it, and I think. Uh, our friend Tom Began, our, our dear retired boss, you know, of, of, of old, he told me that, uh, you know, one thing that he did, you know, you could easily find yourself watching 10 hours of football on a Sunday if you sit down. But he said he would pick one game that was most important to him every week and watch that one game. And so I kind of do that with the Steelers. And then I just watch little highlights here and there for other games, but keep track of my fantasy football team. And I don't know, it's just really fun for me to just follow the league. Yeah. Um, I like to read. 
And so and then read and then and read. read some more <laughs> right yeah and whenever I read a lot of nonfiction but like I'm you know, so knowing that my weakest time or my most dangerous time for me is like after dinner you know whenever I'm just like full stomach you know it's <laughs> like oh I can just you know do something brainless mm-hmm. um, and so like that's when I read fiction and so just just read a lot of fiction during that time. Uh, when I don't have nighttime meetings, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Kelly and I have been watching Alone. I don't know if you've ever heard this. this like you get, It's 10 people that get dropped off uh, in the middle of like Alaska. And you have to be mm. completely alone. There's no camera crew. You have to take a, a uh-huh. GoPro camera with you everywhere you go. And like, you have to be talking into it and everything. And it's just the last person you know, gets half a million dollars. And wow. so it's just like watching it. And then we just like laugh, you know, like... Half it, we're, it's like day 24 and half the people have already quit, you know? And I'm like, three weeks? Like, come on. Like, oh my gosh. And so it's just, it's something fun for us to do together, right? And it just kind of gives us some things to talk about and like, hey, what would you have done in this situation? Or, you know, whatever. It just, it's, I don't have, we don't have TV. Like we don't have cable. So mm-hmm. we, I don't get to watch any sports. I mean, I'll, I don't have cable either. There's uh, internet streamings for, for, for. <laughs> TV now. Maybe I shouldn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, right. I pay a certain amount of months, just like you do for Netflix. I you know I pay that to watch football. There you go. Right. Yeah. 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 But you, Josiah. Yeah. No, I I love that you got like for you. It's something that you and you and Kelly are doing together. That's just a great way, like you said, to laugh together. Like laughter, um, it's good medicine. So yeah, I mean, I there's there's a bunch of different forms of entertainment that that I enjoy, um, but I really love. I, I'm not a, a huge movie. Like I don't always just sit down and watch a movie or a TV show or things like that. Um, but when I do, I like to know a lot about them. So like one of the forms of entertainment that I feel like I consume is like, I'll go in depth into mm-hmm. if there's a new, you know, if you know me well, like I know probably too much about star Wars, like beyond just, Oh yeah, I've seen all the movies. So, so there's some things like that where, where the entertainment that I like, I like to know a lot about. Um, so lore, things like that. Like I'll consume that. I'll, I'll read Wikipedia articles for a while or I'll watch a video on, on things. So I, I really enjoy stuff like that. But Can you um, name uh, one of the rare forms of lightsaber combat for me? I, I don't know if I, I might be able to name all seven. <laughs> I didn't even know there was (laughs) more than just like two guys going at it, right? Yeah, yeah. Atari, that's one. I'll give you you one. But um, yeah. Isn't that an old video game system? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, so that's, you know, some of that entertainment I I do enjoy. Um, I I stay up to date with, you know, Star Wars and and like you said, Mitchell earlier, Lord of the Rings fans Mm -hmm. and and things like that, fantasy and and fiction and, and all of those things. Um, if I can get that in book form, you know, The Inheritance Cycle is a great fantasy series that I love. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia, all of those things. So yeah. I'm, I'm very much a, like a story-driven fictional guy. I love love fiction and I love knowing just a ton about it. So mm-hmm. I would say that's my... YouTube is like my biggest entertainment. Like when you think about digital entertainment, right. that's for sure my biggest... Uh, form of entertainment potential time waster <laughs> like trying to think lately uh, well you're not alone in the united states of america the number one social media is account is youtube yeah that's how i get to see uh like the steelers because mm-hmm. it's the game in 10 minutes yep. or seven yeah. minutes or whatever you know yeah. manchester united okay yeah. now i get to see you know all the goals or right. whatever yeah that's my second watching through the game in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
So uh, just a few questions to ask yourself throughout the next few weeks as you think about this topic. Um, just first of all, what am I thinking th- about throughout the day? Like, you know, are you sitting at work just thinking about how you can get home and watch that next episode on Netflix? Like right. entertainment now is becoming an idol in your mm. life. Uh, just kind of just pay attention uh, to what is in your heart and what's in your mind uh, and what you're dwelling on throughout the day. Yeah, we and we we talked about something that came to mind when you said that we haven't mentioned John Eldridge yet this podcast. So I was going to say that the it's end. about time. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that that we haven't really touched on today that is we didn't categorize it with this with this topic of entertainment. But um, I remember reading in one of one of his books that he he talked about how at the end of the workday he would really look forward to coming home and having a glass of whiskey, hmm. not to get drunk, just to just literally to unwind. Yeah. And we haven't really talked about some of those things. I know you know. Several of us, we, we like that that form of relaxation as well. And so maybe there's another episode for that. We didn't really touch on some of those things, yep. you know, sitting around a fire with a glass of whiskey or, or awesome. anything like that. Yep. But um, this episode was a little bit more specifically about entertainment and some of the things that we consume mm-hmm. from, from yeah. the outside world or whatever. Sure. But, um, maybe we can do a whole other episode on that topic. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, but that Mitchell, that's a great, that's a great action step um, and a great, a great question to, to be asking throughout the, the next several weeks. Um I think a lot of these we've already touched on, but what is my entertainment causing me to think about or not think about? Mm. Um, when initially, when we thought of that question, Chris, you you added that like, what is it causing you to maybe not think about? And so that's that's something that I try to filter everything through, um, and I've been thinking a lot about recently. Um, Lord of the Rings, I'll watch day and night. Um, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I know that for me, that would probably not be the best form of entertainment. So, you know, that's a question where it's it's really great. I can think about, okay, what is this causing me to think about? But also, what is it causing me to not think about? Um, so that would be another question that we would say, just toss around in your head over the next couple of days and weeks. Sure. Yeah, I mean, even your original question, would, would Jesus watch Game of Thrones? Right. And I think, you know, Jesus definitely engaged culture. But he didn't do it by watching. He did it through relationships. Mm-hmm. And he was right in the middle of the messiest stuff, mm. which, you know, would say kind of that the entertainment world can be some of the messiest stuff out there. I think Jesus would absolutely engage in the world of entertainment, but not from a kind of an outside, unengaged perspective. I think he would be right in the middle of it. Um wanting to, to build relationships with people who mm. are most broken and most hurting um, that are you know, displaying the, the brokenness and the pain of this world. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. Any final thoughts? We got our John, John Eldridge quote in there. So, <laughs> right. You know, do you have any Jackie Hill Perry before we go? To that? <laughs> I think we're good. I think, I think we got, I think we got just about all of it. <laughs> Well, this has been a great conversation, guys. Uh, lots to, to think about and stew on. I hope that for you listeners that you will do that, not just hear it once, but uh, you know, think about what we're saying. And some of these Bible verses that we talked about, Titus 2.12, Psalms 101.3 and 2. Uh, and here's one more for you before we go, Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Until next time, go out and live like Jesus.